Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Alexandra West, and this is Andrea Sibisati from the Faculty of Horror. And you're listening to See You Next Wednesday. Hello, welcome to episode 74 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly in pop culture and film podcast where Single Die Roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, July 24th, 2013, and my name's Dan Gorman, and you're what the French call les incompetents. My name is Casey Lyons, Jimmy Dune, Susser Joes. <laughs> you pig. <laughs> Me, you're the Susser Joes. <laughs> I'm Greg Legro, and I know you're seven. I know you're seven, but you'd be a seven-year-old walking the dog, no house motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? Really? Yeah. Oh, delirious. Oh, wow. delirious. I haven't John seen that Kennedy. Why is that? Still. That was one that I saw. Like I rented it on VHS when it came out, and I was pretty young, and I was just like, "What's going on in this movie?" <laughs> I got in trouble for renting that. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty I got funny. Yelled at. Nice. Um, That's the whole dog stuff. All the dog stuff is great. Yeah. Yeah. I vaguely remember it. Oh, his it's dad's been a while. About the dog and he hates the dog and he's like, you know what I do when nobody's home, Eddie? I kick the motherfucker. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and I giggle my motherfucking ass off. <laughs> uh, this uh, this week we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff off the top. We'll get into a bit of Comic Con stuff, some uh, trailers, two movies that we all saw on top of Film Roulette this week. Yeah. Busy weekend. Very busy. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Uh, we were busy. Yeah. Mm, and then we're going to get to some Film Roulette talking about Red Two and R.I.P.D.'s nuts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and more and we'll play some uh, hero swap at the end yeah so i will get my two movie things out of the way fairly quickly okay i went to a screening of the upcoming horror movie you're next right this is directed by adam wingard he made a movie called a horrible way to die that i like to refer to as a horrible way to end your movie because it was a pretty good movie but it had like a twist that i thought was really stupid and so this movie played the Toronto International Film Festival Midnight Madness in 2011 and has been kind of waiting for distribution or I think E1 picked it up and then just hasn't done anything with it for a really long time. But it's finally coming out eventually soon in theaters and they did a screening. Uh, thank you to Rue Morgue. It was a free screening. So all I had to do was show up and say, give me a ticket, please. <coughs> Damn. And they gave it to me. So I've been waiting like two years to see this movie. I know a bunch of people that saw it at Midnight Madness, and they fucking loved it. Everybody's been freaking out about it, and it's really it's it's a very good movie. Yeah, but I had a, a, a lot of issues with it. It's um 
It's a home invasion thriller. Casey, you saw, I saw the trailer. trailer for it when I went and saw um, Ethan Hawke versus The Neighborhood. Yeah. What was that movie called? The Purge. The, the Purge. Night. When I saw that. Yeah. Um, and you were kind of like, this looks like. Well, it just looks like another fucking home invasion where everybody wears silly masks yeah. and, and Which... no one knows. <laughs> who's doing what yeah which it, or why or yeah. why which why is, are you doing this to us which is because not because we had some extra masks <laughs> lying around which which is actually this movie is not that at all no no this movie but it is a home invasion movie they don't care why masks. they're doing it to them it's a home no. invasion movie with masks do you know why we're doing this i don't care <laughs> <laughs> but there but the the why behind it is not a a, a secret Right. Really, it's it's a major point in the plot. It is kind of a twist, but the, it is kind of revealed halfway through. Um, and it's more... It is a home invasion thriller, but it's more of a, like, fight-back thriller than it is home invasion. It's not like mm-hmm. The Strangers where, oh, we're a couple people in a house and, these, and they've broken in and they're going to torture us. It's more... They've broken in and this is what's going on and this is how I'm going to fight back using, like, traps and stuff. It's... I really, I really enjoyed it. It's like it's, Home Alone. It, it's like a really darkly <laughs> comic and super violent Home Alone for super sure. Super violent, you say? Oh, it's really violent. It's really, really crowd pleasing. Like it knows what it's doing and what buttons to push, and it, it, it really does work in the theaters. And I would say everyone that likes horror movies, that likes entertaining thrillers, should definitely check it out. I thought some of the stuff with the plot reminded me of what I didn't like about A Horrible Way to Die, and. A lot of the people I talked to after didn't really feel that way, so I think it might just be my own personal bias. Yeah. But it's definitely worth seeing. It's really cool. It's fun. Has a fucking incredible final girl. Hopefully that's not too big, much of a spoiler. That's a horror movie. They all have final girls. So, mm-hmm. But it, it, it is really badass, really fun. I had some issues with it, but overall I would say definitely go see it in theaters, support it, mm-hmm. and, and show that, like, horror community will go see a quality movie like this in theaters yeah for sure it's it's good sweet and the night before i just super quickly i went and saw meatballs oh sweet screening uh with ivan reitman yeah in in there and that was awesome i fucking love meatballs that movie is so good yeah bill murray is so brilliant in that movie Mm -hmm. and and i didn't know that that they didn't know that he was going to be that part until like the day before shooting Really? Yeah, he was like, I don't know, I don't really want to do it. And then they were saying that he just ended up showing up and, and was like, okay, I'll do it. And, and it's so awesome. Had they cast someone in place I don't of think him? so, no. I think they were just like, yeah, come on. And he was just like not sure if he was going to do it. But I love that because you, you see it on the screen like he hadn't been in a, in a feature yet. And it's just Bill Murray, right? Like on screen as Tripper. And yeah. his whole relationship with that kid is just... I love it so much. Like when they're playing cards for peanuts and he like, <laughs> oh, and he like p- puts all of the kids peanuts in the sombrero. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> it, it's just such a good, good movie. And, and a lot more lighthearted and nice than most eighties sex comedies. Like yeah. there's some stuff like one of the guys is like, what are you a homo or whatever? Like it does have that. But if you compare it to something like Porky's, which yeah, is yeah. really mean spirited and, yeah. and, and and pretty and pretty just horrible. Stupid. This movie is definitely a lot. If uh, it was stupid, they wouldn't have made three of them. <laughs> That's true. Who's stupid now? Yeah, but uh, if you haven't seen Meatballs, what have you been doing? Go watch that movie. It's so nice, so funny. 
I like so it. So nice. It is. It's so a really nice. it's a really pleasant movie. I like it. The movie's awesome. so nice they called it Meatballs. meatballs. I've got uh, Meatballs Four on VHS. Oh, Corey, Corey uh, Feldman. Feldman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of uh, water skiing. Somebody asked about uh, about like what did you think of the sequels to <laughs> Ivan Reitman? He was like, I didn't watch them. <laughs> Why would I watch those? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that that was what I saw other than film roulette. Hmm. You Very guys. Nice. Uh, Saw some other stuff, right? Yeah. I saw the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Talk yep. about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we uh, we both on separate occasions went and saw, uh, is it winding or winding? I don't know. Nicholas. I Hun- don't know. Winding uh, Ruffin's uh, new movie, uh, Only God Forgives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jesus. So this is like the fifth follow-up to Drive. If yes. you, uh, if anyone out there saw Drive, yeah, I'm assuming you did because it was amazing. It was amazing. It was um, the. It was. I, th- I think Drive was my favorite movie of that year. Oh yeah, yeah really for sure. It's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was uh, met with uh, divisive reviews from well, oh, yes. from the festivals. People walked out. Lots people were moving out, and yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of real like I don't. I haven't read very many good reviews of this. Movie. I know. I I've seen a lot of like. This was good. I really enjoyed it. Like mm-hmm. on Letterboxd, the the site that I go on, then I've seen a lot of half a star, fuck this piece of shit. Like, well, okay. Like, I, I don't know how much I want to talk about it because I'm going to be posting a review of it. Awesome, yeah. But um, what I will say is this movie does not want you to like it. Yeah. Um, but despite all that, I loved it. Mm-hmm. It's fucking powerful. Yeah. I, I, I loved it, too. Uh, and I mean, I get, I get why people don't like this. Yes, it's and anybody really who slow. walked out of it, you were right to do so. Sure, uh, it's really slow, and it's not a. Uh, it's 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 like it's kind of a character study more than it's it, yeah anything you know or like I don't know it's not really. It's got this sort of uh, plot. Um, it, it's really a study of the the mother son relationship. Um, like this really heightened version of of the mother son relationship and the sexual dynamic between mothers and sons, yeah. Um, and it's sort of couched in this uh, in this small plot of uh, of this police officer who's looking for Ryan Gosling and and his family. I, I don't know. I don't want to say it's, too much yeah. it's about the plot. It's kind of a surrealist movie. It's it's all it's mostly theme based. It, There's it, a lot of Oedipal things going oh on. Oh lord! There. It is so like a Greek tragedy. Uh, yeah, uh, and it kind of drifts in, in and out of dream like yeah moments. But, but and, at but the it's same time, stunning to look at and. That guy that uh, uh, the guy plays uh, Panzering Arm. Oh my God, Holy he is amazing. Fuck, I loved him. He was so fucking Just good, unbelievable. And uh, Kristen Scott Thomas was fucking she awesome. Was, she was amazing. You know who who was just all right is Ryan Gosling. Um, if is you've seen d- The Place Beyond the Pines, or if you've seen any of his other movies, he does his faraway stare mm-hmm. and minimal dialogue, which I know that that in Nicholas Ponderson's uh, <laughs> films, uh, it's all minimal dialogue. Mm-hmm. But he does his like thoughtful dialogue delivery and and faraway stare thing well there's yeah, <laughs> well, okay. yeah it, and it works it, for the character it's something he it's does a lot yeah and he's he's, he's got to be careful not to do this too much particularly all in one year uh yeah yeah but 
because there's a lot of this in the place beyond the pines too. Absolutely, but with that, there's like there's something kind of going on behind the eyes and, and see. Same I thing felt with like he didn't play the. Um, I felt like he didn't play the vulnerability of the character. Like, well, I, I, don't, like I, don't, I don't know how much vulnerability there is in this character. I feel like there's a oh guy. Oh my god, are you kidding dead. me? He's just fucking dead inside. I. That's, I, why, that's, well, that's what the silence and the, I fully the dead eyes disagree. are. I, I think this guy is just empty. I fully just, disagree. I in, think in the he, best kind of way, like just a, a lost, completely destroyed person. Look, we'll talk about this after the show. <laughs> How dare you embarrass me on my own show? <laughs> uh, no, no, I fully disagree, I think. Uh, but again, I don't want to give too much away because it is such a character study that any, any more I talk about the character, it sort of mm-hmm. takes away from you seeing the... I fully recommend that. that yeah, uh, I'm, I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't find the time this weekend to go mm-hmm. see it. No, so. that's just me kicking you. Sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is something wrong? <laughs> I Should I, I stop the podcast and go to the hospital? <laughs> no, I'm going to go through. I've had a lot of coffee. Maybe just that. <laughs> God, that was my foot. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, but yeah, like I'm when you guys both went and saw it, I was like, oh, I should have found the time because I've been dying to see it too. But mm. um, I'm definitely going to because I, I was really interested to hear what you guys had to think. And the fact that you both liked it has really kind of... Honestly, I really loved it. Yeah. And I loved it and hated it at the same time. <laughs> because from the very beginning of the movie, it, it just fucking grabs you by the face and goes, you are not going to like this. Yeah. This is not going to be fun for you. And it's not. And I, it's it, just and it, fascinating. And it is brutally violent, but I didn't find the violence worse than anything else I've seen or too shocking. Like yeah. I didn't really think that was a problem. Like, you know with what's kind of weird about it is that there are some there's like there's some really graphic images, but yeah. the way it's handled, it takes you to the point where it's just about to be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. uh, like like or like orally a u r orally and and visually, but. Then it kind of goes, but that's not really the point. You need to see this violence because it's part of the movie, but that's not the, the overall point of the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like it lets up on that a little bit. It's it's really really amazing filmmaking. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I got to go. It is it is kind of a piece of art. Uh, as a film. Totally. And I think it's open to a lot of interpretations, which is why a lot of people can fucking hate it. And if somebody told me they hated it, I wouldn't really argue Absolutely. with it. Absolutely. I'd be yeah. like, no, I you really were right liked to it, hate though. it. And I'll just say one last thing, just my, how I kind of saw the character, just mm-hmm. uh, just with the emptiness. I just think he's like a, a guy who's uh, just been uh, mushed into nothingness by his family and his position in life, but and is like desperately reaching out now and again to have something behind his eyes. And I think it happens in two scenes when he's pressed really hard with a cu- with some realities. Then it kind of comes up in him. And I think it's it's just those moments. And that's why the Look, deadness of his face other than, is effective to me in the other Well, the, the, the reason rest that, of the movie. that you are entirely not wrong, but I disagree with you, yeah, is that <laughs> the weird thing about this movie is that it's kind of dependent on your own relationship with your family. Now, again, it's very heightened. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, like, I'm not saying that go and see this movie and this is how you are with your mom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um but it really depends on on your uh, on how you view family um and and your relationship with your family and again i can't really get into why that is no, no. And without it, spoiling the movie yeah, and again it's for uh, you, you everyone will get something else out of it it's like a painting mm-hmm. it's yeah it's what, full it, on. if you see something mm-hmm. in it it's just a reflection for yourself it's 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 so beautifully yourself. shot too. yeah yeah oh stunning oh the photography and it's yeah. great the use of color unbelievable yeah 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 Terrible. i gotta i gotta if check you hate it, it you're right 
<laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And if you yeah. love it, you're right. Yeah. If you love it, what the fuck's wrong with you? Because you're gross. <laughs> yeah, you're gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got. I'm definitely gonna go see it for sure. Oh, yeah, just I gotta. Fascinating. And mm-hmm. and I'm gonna put the uh, the review up. I've been sort of vacillating between writing just a straight up review of it and writing a bit of a comparison with Place Beyond the Pines mm-hmm. because it's interesting that Ryan Gosling did a movie that's essentially a study of the father son relationship. Yeah. And then uh, uh, another one that's a brutal study of the mother son relationship. So I, I think I'll sort of put a couple of little comparisons in there, but I'll have that up probably by tomorrow. Sweet. Yeah, I'm excited. Make sure you put some... I mean by today, because mm-hmm. this episode yes. drops. Put some today. crazy, stupid love in there, too, buddy. <laughs> oh, that, absolutely. That's what brings it all together. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to throw in Lars and the Real Girls. Yeah. <laughs> this really reminds me of that one scene in Breaker High when they were on the, when they were on the boat going to school. <laughs> I'm going to focus on the weirdo sex doll relationship yeah. <laughs> as well. Um, so tons of big news this weekend coming out of Comic-Con. Yeah, I know Greg mentioned some stuff uh, to us personally outside of the podcast he wanted mm-hmm. to talk about. What uh, what do you want to delve into Comic-Con related? Um, we'll save the biggest one for last. But So um, Avengers 2 got its title, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. which is The Age of Ultron, uh, which for anyone who doesn't read comics is going to be like, Okay. Like, yeah. That's that was exactly like, what I said. That was my reaction. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a cool I word. Well, you flipped really out excited. about it. Yeah, it's that's fucking awesome. And it does a lot for Marvel's Phase 2. So just uh, bear with me, uh, comic, not comic people, and I'll try and explain this quickly and sufficiently for you. Um, Ultron is a character, he's a robot, uh, who is able to rebuild himself uh, over and over into different incarnations and over the years he started in the 60s and getting to now he's become much more bloodthirsty dangerous and unpredictable a lot of these older characters which started out kind of stock like he's a bad robot you know or even the joker was pretty goofy at the beginning but they were able to turn him into something so yeah. sinister they've done a lot with of this with ultron too um uh, and there was recently a, a huge crossover series in Marvel Comics this past year called Age of Ultron. They're definitely not going to do that because it has to do with alternate realities and it's just too big. They're just bringing Ultron into this and borrowing the name because of its popularity. They'll probably rely on the Ultron series from about 10 years ago when Ultron was able to amalgamate himself with an old Iron Man suit and nearly Ooh. destroyed the world. Cool. Very cool stuff, though. Anyway, what ties it into Phase 2 is Ultron was created by Dr. Henry Pym, who uh, comic book readers know as Ant-Man. Yeah, right. So this is then like, oh, so Ant-Man's not just a one-off. Ant-Man's very important. Yeah. Because Hank Pym is a huge character. He's Ant-Man. He's Giant-Man. He's married to the Wasp. And uh, there's a huge, uh, well, it gets back into this topic, but uh, there's an eatable relationship with Ultron, and he sees uh, Hank Pym as his creator. Father wants to destroy him and has a strange affinity towards uh, the Wasp. Hmm. Which is a weird thing that's carried over for decades in the comics. Yeah. So that's going to be really super cool. Uh, apparently, in the teaser thing they showed at Comic-Con, it showed Iron Man's mask being crushed and reformed into Ultron's iconic face. Wow. And the crowd went fucking bananas. Yeah, yeah. So super cool. It's major nerdy, but uh, Joss Whedon's an awesome super nerd, and let him nerd out because that's how these things are going to remain and good. He, he knows how to make comic things relatable to people like me. Yeah, uh, me specifically. And that's the thing is like uh, for people who really love comics or, or you know have read for years, Ultron is like wow, that's fucking bananas. You're going to see Ultron in a movie, and for people who have no idea who he is, you're going to get a super sweet evil robot. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> You had me at evil robot, yeah, yeah. you know. Who I imagine then will like will see him first in Ant Man, 
Mm-hmm. And then that's. And I think Ant Man is going to be a much more important movie than ever imagined. Is it uh, truly going to Edgar Wright? How far? Avengers yeah, it's too. Edgar Wright. But how far along is Ant Man? Like, because I know that He's, they had uh, that footage a while it's back. Come out next summer. Yeah, yeah? they okay. haven't. I, I don't think they've started so filming, yeah. but I think they start filming later this yeah, year. Yes, about yeah. a year out. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm excited cool. about that. Anyway, I think that's just nothing but great news. Then the really big news is uh, Man of Steel two announced. It's totally happening, and Batman's in it. Yep. Yeah. And they came out quoting. Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns, which is, I don't know, one of the three best works of uh, comic that I've ever read. Um, they can't do that, though. Like, what they're, they're like, waving the Dark Knight Returns flag is a little uh, ballsy, frankly, because they mm-hmm. can't do it, because it's in the future. And frankly, it, this is a Superman movie. This is Superman 2. And Superman in The Dark Knight Returns at that point is kind of a pawn of the government like he's sort of sold out and is kind of shitty so i can't imagine they're going to run that angle they can't use well, the other stuff that after... dark knight rises already borrowed heavily right. from this series so i think they're just kind of going like you guys like this like i i'm very fearful that this is going to be fucking terrible you know what i am too think um, so oh yeah i am too I but as a know, man as a person that has no idea about the comics and about the whole world of of getting superman and batman together but i also kind of uh, just on like a gut level kind of feel like uh, it does feel like that it does kind of feel like oh we got batman and we'll put him in this one i don't know like in terms of building the world and the story like what i don't know i, yeah. I i'm a little and i feel bad for whatever actor is gonna throw that suit on yeah they have totally. to go. They have to go a complete di- like it. Ha- the yeah, suit yeah, has yeah. to look completely so different. different. Get as far away from yeah. Nolan as possible. I kind of hope they go with the gray and blue. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm That's the bad least, of my I'll take gray and black. That'll be fine. But sure. if they get him closer to the comic yeah. book look, but like, is but, the smartest thing they can do. But like I mean, you said too, um, like the the sort of logo that everyone's seen with the the Superman S yeah. over top the like it's it's that sort of chunkier Batman symbol. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I hope they do that. Yeah. So they're gonna feed him a lot of donuts. Get him. It's <laughs> gonna be a chunkier. Chunk him up. <laughs> yeah. I just think like those worlds are so the the Superman and the Batman worlds are so big. I just don't know like if you're not making a Superman and Batman movie, how is it gonna work together as like it's a Superman movie? Also, Batman's here. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Like I don't... everyone likes Batman more than Superman. Yeah. This is just this is the world we live in now. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, Superman is the is the symbol known worldwide. But mm-hmm. as far as people people's interest and want, it's it's fucking Batman. Yeah. He's much cooler. You know. So. Uh, and I just I I don't know. I mean, it works in the comics and the cartoons to throw them together because Batman's much more cartoony in the cartoons yeah. and mm-hmm. his gadgets and toys are ridiculous you know know, i don't want to see too many crazy bat this bat that bat fucking super shoes credit card yeah right (laughs) you know Uh, because i was hoping schumacher would be at least a consultant um so yeah i don't know i i mean i mean i i want to see it i'm i want to know what the hell it's all going to be but just out of just like uh uh, you know absurd curiosity yeah I just I I don't know I I can't see them doing this right. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. can't see it. I well, agree. from what you guys have said, and I still haven't seen Man of Steel, they didn't really do that right. That's so the thing. Yeah. Maybe they were just creating Figure a low plateau where you try and make him compete with Batman on screen. You know, like and again, it's not Henry Cavill's fault. I think he is a great Superman. He is pretty good. Yeah, and, he, and they got the suit. I like how they did the suit. It's just there isn't the story there. Yeah, you know. 
I hope it's a love story. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Whatever. Um, and now, if you thought that was the biggest news uh, out of Comic-Con, wait till I tell you about the piece of Godzilla's tail we get to see on the poster. <laughs> I, I have to say, I was excited. Yeah? yeah. I saw that. Yeah, man in suit. Goddamn right. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. Yeah, I, I just, I read this article about how they released, like, a piece of his tail on a poster and everybody was getting, like, uh, really excited about it and how it was kind of talking about the culture of Comic-Con con where it's like we're getting you excited to eventually see something someday yeah and here's a piece of it and i thought it was kind of interesting and i am interested in what they're going to do with the godzilla movie i am and it, it but i was like me, this isn't an announcement uh, you put a uh, some fog on a poster with like the tail i mean no, show I me something, something from the movie like godzilla with the previous north american release yeah movie. Just the worst. Yeah. Just so bad. So bad. So, Fuck so bad. Fuck you guys. I like it. I do too, but it's so it, bad. But it is the worst. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a worst fucking movie. Oh, man. But they made like a really big budget stupid B movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I don't totally. know what that was. And that girl, that lead actress. She was the fucking <laughs> worst. Everybody's bad. terrible. Uh, Matthew Broderick's terrible. Hank oh, no, Azaria's no. terrible. They're all, yeah, they're movie. all bad in it because they're but in a bad she, movie. Oh, yeah. But she's, she's like... like what in the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, How did you get this part? This woman has no business <laughs> acting or being alive. <laughs> so horrible. She's cute as shit. What, what, what else is she in? I'm gonna, I, I gotta know. look I into this because I don't remember her at all. I confuse no. her with, I think the woman's name is Estella Warren. She was the, the female lead in Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes, who okay. has very much the same thing going on. I'm mm. blonde and curly hair, and I don't understand things. Okay, are we talking about Maria I don't know. Patillo? Yes. Yes. That is who we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Well, she was in, uh, oh, Dear God from 96 with, uh, what's his <laughs> oh, name? Greg Kinnear. <laughs> Greg Kinnear. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. True Romance and romance? Natural Born Killers. Who the hell was she in True Romance? In True Romance. She, she must candy? have just been like third horror from the left. Yeah. Candy with a K. Oh. Yeah. Oh, one of Drexel's girls, I guess? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Maybe the one who answers the door. Never mind. I anyway, this is not interesting. Godzilla. No, <laughs> I am interested. Yeah, yeah. I am Jesus. interested in a new Godzilla, yeah, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah I really absolutely. Am. And they're and doing Man in Suit. It's fucking Man in Suit, which yeah. is all Godzilla fans mm-hmm. want. It's uh, and it led me to uh, it led me to the the IMDb page, and I didn't know that uh, Frank Darabont had a hand in writing it. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's super cool. I like I like him as a writer. Did you guys see Monsters? The, the no, I still no. Yeah, it's just great. I heard it was really good. Yeah, yeah. really, really good. Yeah, I want to see that. that uh, I think it's on the Netflix. What's that guy's name? Scoot McNary or something? I'm uh, sorry. What the guy, the, the, his name is weird. Like, like did Scoot he direct something. it? No, no, no. The, the lead no, actor. No, it was Gareth Edwards, I think, uh, is the name of the director. Yeah, the lead actor for Monsters has been doing a lot of stuff recently. He was in... Scoot! Uh, seriously. Jesus. Uh, he was in uh, uh, Killing Them Softly. He's the lead in that, and he was fucking great. I've seen him in a couple things recently. He was in uh, Argo. Um Doing very well, and he's awesome. Yeah, Scoot Monsters. McNary, you're right. Yeah. Jesus. Scoot. Yeah. yeah. Um, Check out Monsters, though, if you haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. It's a great movie. Great, yeah. great movie. Really cool idea. Yeah, he was really good in Killing Them Softly. Yeah, he was. Um, sweet. Yep. So before we get to Film Roulette, I want to do a quick shout-out. I had meant to do it off the top, but mm-hmm. uh, if you listen to the most recent episode of Six Foot Plus, uh-huh. which is a music podcast, they play kind of rockabilly, surf, punk rock uh anything with a spooky edge or lyrics about monsters and that sort of thing uh really cool podcast super fun podcast really feels like underground radio yes yeah, absolutely yeah. yeah 
um, hosted by a really nice guy, Strange Jason. Fucking just uh, f- through following him on Twitter and randomly emailing him to do uh, station IDs, as you heard at the top of the last episode. So nice. And then he just he he gave us a shout out on the most recent episode and uh, wanted and, to sh- and a really like solid shout out. Yeah, like, he, he sort of like explained for people who haven't heard the show. Um what a little bit about is. what we do and why we're as great as we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, check out Six Foot Plus. It's really cool. Yeah. Really Please nice do. guy. Uh, good tunes. I listen to it every Friday. It's a good. It's a good Friday listen because you're yeah. you know getting through the end of the week. So check it out. Six Foot Plus. Go it's fun. It's it. like listening to the radio without bullshit yeah <laughs> so without, without bummed out about popular music yeah <laughs> uh so without further ado let's get into uh some film roulette let's get why into don't we <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good or something that we're all excited about or just something that is the most major release of the week. This week we picked Red 2 and the loser has to go see something that looks like a piece of shit. This week we picked R.I.P.D. because it did not look very good. No, sir. Uh, Basically looked like Men in Black. But the person who loses gets to give the guys who won a punishment album to listen to for the remainder of the week. And uh, Casey lost last week, so we've been listening to some insane clown posse, and we'll get to that in a bit. Plus, we'll roll for next week. Yes. That's what we do. That's what we awesome. do. Awesome. So Greg and I, we went and saw Red 2, uh, sequel to two- 2010's film Red, which stands for Retired Extremely Dangerous. Yep. Uh, interesting fact, if you listened to last week, we mentioned this, uh, director of Red 1 directed R.I.P.D. this week. Mm, so right. he jumped ship from the Red... Uh, Red Camp and decided to give Red 2 to somebody else. And uh, this is what we came with. This is stars everyone from the first one. Bruce Willis, John yep. Malkovich, uh, Mary Louise Parker. And then also joining them is Anthony Hopkins, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and obviously Helen, Helen Mirren. Yeah. Uh, so I think we should... Let's talk really quickly about Red 1. Yeah. I enjoyed Red One for what it was. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was a, a fun nice little surprise. Yeah. yeah, and it was a movie that if you were on board with the idea and the tone of it, it was kind of just it got along because the actors were selling it. Yeah, kind of. They were into it. Nobody's phoning it in. Yeah, it's got a you know whatever plot, but it's a really entertaining mm-hmm. nice ride. De- definitely. Yeah, and, and so I was like, yes, please more. Yeah, totally. And and, and hopefully they step it up was yeah. kind of what I went into this thinking. Um, my reaction to this film overall was that I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. It was yeah, a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's just a lot of fun. It, like, me, right from the get go, I'm like, the, I like this. I a know. Lot. <laughs> okay, so the the film opens with a about ten minutes into the into the movie. There there are maybe fifteen. Bruce Willis has an action scene mm-hmm. uh, that put the biggest smile on my face oh man and i was just like so good if the rest of this movie is like this i am gonna be happy and and the movie meanders the plot's a bit too all over the place yeah yeah but i I didn't care about the plot exactly every scene was fun or most of the scenes were fun but it was just too fucking long yeah it didn't need to be two hours exactly this was 90 minutes it would be the action movie of the summer oh absolutely because every action scene that happens in this movie i was like yeah Yeah. like and like a lot of 
a variety in, in, yeah. in the action to make it fun. A lot of hand to hand stuff, a lot of gun stuff, totally explosions. Yeah, fucking like, sweet. And uh, uh, Bayan Hung Lee from oh. uh, the GI Joes. He was Storm Shadow yes. in the GI Joe movies. Man, was he. Awesome. awesome. There's oh. a scene with him in a convenience store yeah. uh, with where he's handcuffed to a door that just was so much fun. So good. The action scenes in this movie, like, I just had such a perma smile. I was like, yeah. why can't more action movies be this fun and breezy and light? You know? And, 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 and the humor to the movie works. And the thing that I really like works. It, Malkovich is just oh, fucking so great. like they so they fun. really sell it and they're like you said they're really committed to it. Mm-hmm. And the thing I think I admire most about these movies is that having had to sit through stand up guys, having yeah, yeah. to see th- trailers for movies like Last Vegas uh, where it's like, look at these old people. They still like having <laughs> sex or like, look at these old people. They don't know how technology works. Yeah, it's yeah. almost refreshing to see a movie like this that doesn't treat them as idiots it's like the humor comes from their attitudes and the way they interact with each other it's not like old people right but they're killing people or you know there's never a grumpy old yeah murderers (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's it's not like they don't understand anything they use the computer just fine yeah so you're you're saying they are more up to date than say vince vaughn uh, oh my god absolutely In, in, in in the internship he doesn't know how to say online he keeps saying on the line yeah. and there's no Jesus. moments like that here it's it's because this movie isn't retarded yeah, yeah. and and it, like it like greg said it's it's too long the plot's really kind of incomprehensible it just keeps changing yeah it's one of those movies where it's like that guy was bad but now he's good and then this girl was good but she's bad now but then 10 minutes later she's back on our team but yeah. he's on the other team now but and it's, it's just like who gives a fuck yeah. this is just a good popcorn summer movie totally uh, yeah it's just yeah you know, i was really don't think too hard it's just an entertaining definitely it's shoot him up it's yeah. great just great I, I i can see that there's a lot of problems with this movie but it's one of those ones where you're just like uh, whatever yeah. yeah i don't and the care. chemistry between bruce willis john malkovich and mary louise parker is so fucking good mm-hmm. i i yeah even though it was two hours i'm like eh, it's these three yeah now. i'm fine whatever yeah and and i mentioned about uh you're next that it was a movie that knows how to push push the right buttons and yeah. and in the first scene with bruce willis which i keep coming back to because it was just so entertaining oh. the way he uses this chair oh, and man. put like and and all this other stuff there was a shot in it and it was the first part of the movie where i was like that's weird there was a close-up of a Pringles can on the ground. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, that's what? What? That and then product placement? Yeah, <laughs> and then the scene moves on, and then I kind of forgot about this weird shot of a Pringles can that was like irked me. I was like, that's stupid. Why did you do that? Yeah. And then, like five minutes later, you find out that Bruce Willis uses it in a way that's like clever and tricks the bad guys, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, it's setting Great. it up, it's <clears throat> knocking it down, it's playing me like a fiddle yeah, and i like it extremely <laughs> well choreographed yeah. action not just like a bunch of shit flying around mm-hmm. or whatever like really d- deliberate moves well shot you yeah. can see who's fighting who and why yeah <laughs> uh, that's a fucking novelty yeah, these days i know right? and yeah. just so much more effective like again watching Bayan young lee fight is just a treat yeah uh that guy is something else yeah it's just a, it's delightful it was yeah. fun it, it, and, that, it is delightful yeah <laughs> i know and and yeah, this movie getting like forty three percent on Metacritic or whatever last time I checked is is a shame. Although I understand, like if you didn't like the first one, this one's not going to change your mind. No, it jumps right into it. It's not playing catch up for people that didn't see Red. It yeah. knows that this movie is for people that thought Red was fun and they're on board for another round. Yeah. That's all it needs to be. And and yeah, like the plot, like I had problems with it. Whatever, it's fun. 
definitely watch this if you like the first one. And Brian it's, Cox turns up. Yeah, and Anthony it. Hopkins. Yeah, it, he he. I, it surprised me how long it took him to show up. He doesn't show up until like an hour in. Yeah, yeah. But super fun totally. performance from yeah, him. Yeah. He 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 hams it up, hams it up nice. I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> hams it up real good. Yeah, hams it up all nice and sweet. Ham boning. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. I, I definitely like. <laughs> Does he do some ham boning? No, I wish. Oh, boo. But uh, yeah, if you like the first one, go. Man. Like, go. Yeah, you have yeah, no absolutely. reason not to go I see it. I recommend. This is a good time. I laughed movies. quite a bit. Yeah. 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 Definitely. It's an entertaining time in the movies. I was very happy with mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and I think we mentioned this last week, but both uh, original, uh, the first two Hannibal Lecters. Yeah. Uh, together. Definitely. In one movie. Yeah, it's good. Brian and Cox oh and, yeah, Brian yeah. Cox and uh, yeah. Yeah, I, like I, I just think it, it's getting such a low score, and it's so much better than other, like so many action movies out yeah, there right yeah. now. Like it's just it's weird. as good as one. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe a little better. I'm yeah. not sure. I have to watch one again. I know, but I liked it as much. It was just like, yes, thank you for more. Yes, <laughs> so maybe um, three, I'll go. Yeah, you know for sure. <clears throat> so. We had some fun at the movies. Yeah. Casey, good time at the theater. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Casey went and saw what this director of Red One was getting up to with R.I.P.D. Yep. Um, give mm-hmm. us give us a lowdown on what this movie is. This is the worst movie of the year. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh no. <laughs> so it's the worst movie it's I've seen. Men this in year. Black, right? What I is- saw a Scary Movie Five. Oh, <laughs> yes, you did. This movie, yeah, it's Men in Black. Well. This movie makes me hate Men in Black <laughs> because it, it it tries to ape who was that Barry that was Barry Sonnenfeld right yeah yeah it tries to ape Barry Sonnenfeld's uh, Men in Black thing but uh, like I, I don't know what to tell you about this movie because it's it's everything it's it's the shabbiest uh, filmmaking it, it, like he dies fucking Ryan Reynolds he's a cop. And he uh, stole some gold from a. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking stupid! I hate that I have to fucking talk about. Stole this. some gold uh, from Ice T. Is this a trespass situation? <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of crossover between the two. No, he he and his partner Kevin Bacon. Um, Kevin Bacon's in this? Yeah. Yeah, I saw a tweet about that, and the tweet was basically like, congrats to Kevin Bacon for not showing up in any of the trailers and convincing everyone that he, like, he wasn't in this. He didn't show up for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, they like, he's the only one that came out on top by not being in the trailers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, he must have had something in he's his He's not contract. associated with it. But he, like, they're, they're partners, and they both stole some gold, and... and like, they're cops, and, and, and they mm-hmm. stole this gold, and then... Uh, Ryan Reynolds has a, a change of heart, and he's like, I can't steal this gold. And then Kevin Bacon, his partner, murders him because he, he shouldn't have given back the gold. And he fucking murders him. And then he goes up to fucking heaven or whatever, which is just a big white room with Mary Louise Parker, who's fucking annoying in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and I normally quite like her. I think she's yeah. very cute and everything. Mm-hmm. But she's just so like, hmm, I'm very deadpan. Do you guys notice how deadpan I am? No. That's um, so interesting that like the, this this release weekend has that weird like he directed Red One and now she's in that and she's terrible but like yeah. I they gave her more in mm. Red Two and I liked where they took her character Fuck yeah she was great yeah so um, weird so he goes up to heaven or the waiting room for heaven because he's a crooked cop because he stole this gold because all he wants to do is give his terrible acting wife uh, a better life and um, 
And and she goes, you're going to be part of the RIPD. And he goes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's fuck all. Like, this, it's... Okay, so then, so then, fucking Jeff Bridges shows up, and he's, he's he doesn't need a partner because he's Roy, perfect, yeah. and he's like a cowboy. Is he and basically he is, just doing his Rooster Cogburn. It, from- that's exactly what he's fucking doing. He's doing like a wacky character of his Rooster Cogburn. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Which I loved so much, and he just rapes the fuck out of in this movie. I th- um, in the trailers, I was like, it like because when I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, he's in this. Maybe maybe this will be an interesting mm-hmm. thing. But then with with his accent and the way his character was he presented did, in the does trailer, that bottom jaw jutting yeah. out, mouthful like, of oatmeal, kind of. This, this is getting annoying over this trailer. I Absolutely, the whole movie of this. <laughs> and he's doing a weird voice thing in that thing where he fights dragons. Seven too. Sun. Yeah. Yeah. What's so up? I don't know. What's up with this weird voice? Though? So he becomes part of the RIPD, and they have to go fight. Oh, it's dead fucking people? convoluted. Like that. Because some dead people are just dead, but other dead people have to walk the earth. But they walk the earth looking like regular people, but they're not regular people. They're really monsters who are trying to look like regular people. I don't know. But um, tea bags. In but there. then, <laughs> and then they fall in love with an upside down boy. But then, <laughs> cayenne pepper makes them turn back into monsters. What? what? Yeah. Why? What? Well, uh, thank God that cayenne pepper is so hard to find. <laughs> but yeah. like, it's, it, it's a thing where they go, we don't know. We think cayenne pepper does it. And then for the rest of the movie, they just use cayenne. It's like the guy, it's like it's all the first draft of the mm-hmm. script. Like, um, we'll figure out why cayenne pepper does it later. We'll, exactly. we'll sub that in, and then they just forgot. And then they just the didn't printer. do it. Green so, so then there's another part of the movie where, like, the, where Kevin Bacon has this half of this Death Star-looking thing, this, like, little tiny talisman thing. Yeah. And so Kevin Bacon's like part of this movie. Oh yeah, he's, he's not the just bad like guy. in the beginning or like. Oh he, no, he's <laughs> the bad guy. <laughs> wow. Um. So, uh, oh, it's fucking interminable. Uh, and, so they have to stop him because the the gold is really part of this um this totem that they have to build. And if they build that, then hell comes to earth, and the dead roam the earth. And I don't know why anybody wants that or or why because it's really not explained but he's got half of this little well, death star thing and then somebody else yeah. has uh has the other half of this little death star thing and they needed a they needed a thing to stop them at some point so they're just like well we'll just throw in this thing it's the sl- I, I can't even explain it right because i don't really know what was going on it's it's the worst fucking piece of shit nothing about it is entertaining at all and Ryan Reynolds just sort of hams his way through it, but also just kind of like looks like he's really uncomfortable. 
<laughs> Everybody gets a paycheck. The end. This thing is the worst movie of the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite thing on the Wikipedia I, I actually sent to Casey before I we went to see it was a review that said, <laughs> for a movie that so strenuously rips off Ghostbusters and Men in Black, RIPD manages to come up with fresh new ways to being absolutely terrible. And then goes on to say that it's seemingly born of the same kind of brainstorming on LSD session that must have given us Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I disagree because at least Howard the Duck had some imaginative things in it. Duck boobs? Duck yeah. boobs. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking Think about. Think about that. <laughs> this movie had nobody boobs. Uh, but, oh, and then there's this whole thing where they're like, when they're on Earth, they're not actually ghosts. They just look like different people. Yeah. yeah. For some reason. For no reason at all. Because really. it's going to be hilarious. That's yeah, exactly what it is. Because Jeff he, Bridges is a chick with hot boobs and everybody loves him. And just because Chinese people apparently are funny yeah. <laughs> just by being Chinese. Yeah. Like, it's a little racist in ways. And yeah. Fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. I'm fuck so it. happy that you uh, had yeah. to go see it's it. It's the worst. It made me angry. Because, uh, yeah, the trailers, I was like, there's no way this is going to be good. Yeah. yeah. How was Teabag? Was Teabag any good? I don't know. Who was Teabag? Uh, one of the monster people. Was he? Is he fat? No, he's a skinny guy. With What's his name in real life? He looks emaciated. Oh, then no. He was. He, he didn't do anything. <laughs> Did they didn't he eat anyone? Anything to do. <laughs> Did he what? Did he eat anyone or any No. Books? Not Whoa, at all. Nor, weird. He didn't uh, teabag anyone? Yeah. Zach Galifianakis was originally cast as one of the characters. That's right. Yeah, yeah. so I know Jeff exactly Bri- who he was supposed Bridges. to be. Jeff Bridges. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to be one of the cops. It was it was Zach Galifianakis and somebody else. It was a totally different. Jodie Foster was originally supposed to play the Mary Louise Parker. Hmm. Weird. Wouldn't have made it better. Yeah, and Zach Galifianakis would have been really embarrassed. Probably. Do you think maybe he would have made it funnier? No. No. Not with this script or director. Uh, yeah. It's based on a graphic novel. I wonder how. Uh, it is. I wonder how close it is. I yeah. thought it might oh, be. Funny. Yeah. You know what it so felt like? Red. A dark horse. Yeah, yeah I, I knew that. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jinx, buy me a cook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> buy me a Tahiti treat. <laughs> buy me a Tahiti treat. Throw them teas up. Yeah. Uh, dark horse entertainment uh, graphic novel. That actually doesn't surprise me, but I actually have the thought that. That it wasn't based on a, a graphic novel, that it, it was just supposed to feel like it was based on a graphic yeah. novel to draw in nerds. Right. No, it is. Um, well, then it's based on the stupidest fucking well, yeah, graphic novel. Just because novel. there is a graphic novel doesn't mean it's automatically good. I know. Bullet you to know. the head. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, don't go like, see this There's movie. bad it's graphic novels out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just adapt them and assume that it's good because it's from a graphic novel. Give me one Some of them, of them old graphic books to adapt yeah. into a movie. What do you mean? They drew it? Gotta be good. Yeah, I'm Larry Sugar. I don't thing. care. That takes a long time. Well, how much <laughs> does it cost to storyboard something? Because I guess maybe that's why they do it. Mm. We could just cut out the pictures from the yeah, from yeah. The <laughs> Put them in a row. We'll yeah. shoot it. Oh I'm man, Hollywood. Oh fuck this movie. Storyboard at a time. Yeah. It's the fucking worst. I love Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. He can even suck, and I'm just like, yeah, he's still Jeff Bridges, but mm-hmm. he's fucking annoying in this well, movie. Yeah, I don't know. He's on a weird. Uh, he's doing some weird stuff these days. Yeah, that yeah, Seventh Son looks. Just so terrible. bad. And he, yeah, he's doing a wacky voice in it, too. Yeah. Get off the voices, bro. Yo. Give us the Jeff Bridges we love. Yeah, man. Um, all right. So because Casey lost last week, he got to give us an album, uh, a personal favorite of his from his col- <laughs> his own collection. Well, it wasn't at first. <laughs> and then 
And then Dan gave me these albums, and I couldn't put them Dan down. Dan Wolovic, not me. I never actually mm-hmm. listened to them, mm-hmm. but I carry them with Personal me. Personal collection pick from Casey. One of yeah. his favorites. He wants to bring us into his yeah. world of love for this album. I want, I'll make <laughs> juggalos out of you guys yet. <laughs> yeah, Coolio is a juggalo, and I gotta be. Yeah, so he gave us The Great Milenko. This is an album by Insane Clown Posse from 1977. <laughs> Yeah, 1977. Uh, 1977. They it was time from traveled. The year I was Jesus. born. Yeah, 1997. Yeah. Dyslexia. Um, so, is this this is like their big album? It, right? w- I think this was one of their their first super breakout because it was yeah. supposed to come out on Hollywood Records and it got pulled by Disney and then it blah blah blah. There's, yeah, um, <laughs> it, I think it was like how their did they get affiliated breakthrough? with Disney because of Hollywood Records. Is uh, oh. much like Hollywood films, yeah, a subsidiary. Yeah, yeah. Still, that's really weird. Yeah. So, so I uh, didn't get a chance to listen to okay. this album. No, no, no. Why don't you guys fill me in? Okay. Well, let's. It, it, this album is sixty-seven minutes long. So long. Let's get it. Let, like right off the top, there's two intro songs. Two intro songs. There, you what get it. You get like a, the fuck. Who does that? And they're not short. No, it's they're like, like two minutes each. Yeah, they're like two, two and two and a half minutes yeah. each. And it's just like one of those. Like the the first track is an intro which features Alice Cooper uh, doing doing a character. Is that Alice uh, Cooper? Yeah, really? one of the Man. one of the yeah. I, I didn't. There was a bunch of because okay. well, also sure he's a little out of touch. He's a golfer now. Yeah, he's not right. really. And also guy. like this is they they had Slash on this album. Some other people. Yeah, but you can pay Slash fifty I know. bucks and I'm he'll just, show up on your. Sure. He's been on Mariah Carey albums. Yeah. So there's a two-minute intro with, like, talking about a jukebox playing a weird song. Like, what's wrong with this jukebox? That goes into the second track, the title track, Great Malenko, which is just like a beat and them going, like, Great Malenko over, over, and over again. Yeah. Great Malenko. Yeah. <laughs> Great <laughs> Malenko. <laughs> Seriously. Making, for two making, fucking minutes. Yeah. That's making me uncomfortable. Stop that. So <laughs> then we finally get to the album, which is the rest of, of, of the... 62 minutes or whatever you whatever the rest of the album is yeah sure um how do we attack this album uh i you know okay i listened to this thing a few times yeah just because i felt like i wasn't gonna be able to mm-hmm. give a proper review for it because it was like nothing is staying in my head no like, yeah i can't differentiate one song from the next and, and i've know. never listened to their music before no, this is my i think time. i've heard maybe one song just don't I st- I don't get it at uh, all. Yeah, this, I mean, this falls into the category. I think of people who are like into Kid Rock and like take Limp Biscuit really seriously and yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, there's a weird rap rock element to this yeah. that I really didn't like and no. really is super dated. Um, yeah, yeah, I but I also that. think like that Piggy Pie song. Yeah, but I also there's there's something <laughs> about this record that that um, Piggy Pie is weirdly fascinating. I just like like I feel it like. I was talking to our friend Bruce Douglas, from, formerly of uh, Bruce Douglas, Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas mm-hmm. uh, from Modern Superior. He, we were, t- I talked to him briefly about it via text, and he was saying like he doesn't understand why people take them so seriously because they're so goofy. Yeah, it's so weird that they've spawned this like really serious gathering of the Juggalos, like subculture. Yeah, like aren't there aren't there fans like. Violent idiots. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, sort of. They're, they're, they're obsessive. Yeah, obsessive. Tattoos. I don't know if like they're violent. Juggalo and like they go. To, they. I mean, they're they're fast. I will give them credit for this. The gathering of the Juggalos festival that they throw is wildly successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A shit ton of people go. It's four days long. Mm-hmm. Tons of music for you to see. And there's zero corporate sponsorship. Yeah. It's really cheap. 
you can bring your own booze, your own food, your own drugs, whatever the fuck you want to do, and just party for four days and yeah. like, giddy up. So I like that, that they've never changed that. Mm-hmm. Right. However, that doesn't change that this band is the worst <laughs> fucking bunch of... And the, and the rapping is so shitty. It's so amateur. Yeah. And their violence, that they, there's so much weird violence yeah. in it. But it sounds like it's like... A five-year-old or an eight-year-old talking about violence, like I'm gonna fucking break your neck off. Yeah, well, like, there, this is the thing. <laughs> that, I'm not kidding. He said they say yeah. that break your neck. And off. this is where I found a small iota of enjoyment out of this album was the surreal weirdness to their like insults and violence and stuff. Like I mentioned to Casey and, and Greg on the Facebook today, um, in the song "The Needin' Game," mm-hmm. which is like a like a dating game thing where they keep throwing to like these contestants and they're rapping there was some parts of that song where i laughed out loud legitimately and then was like oh i feel real bad that was- <laughs> <laughs> but but just so like you i don't understand where their thought process was coming from in order to come up with with these lines some of which i genuinely thought on parts of this album i was like that's kind of funny but uh, also, uh, just such a confusing listen. Yeah, so super. Uh, and then it ended, and I'm like, "Why? Uh, what? Do I have to do this again? Yeah. I guess I do because I don't know what just happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't. There's no song that isn't you know uh, that's standing out or something. Yeah, like that. it's all the same tempo and the same. Yeah, same kind of production. Like this, then another guy raps like this. Then a guy yells and raps like this. Yeah, fucking. Like oh, there's three of them. I, I thought know. there was there's just a two. bunch of people. There's two main guys. They do a, a lot of different voices people. and shit. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess they. Now, the song "What Is a Juggalo?" Yeah, um, is really weird because they never. There's a lot of conflicting um, <laughs> ideas of what a juggalo well, is coming out of this song. You I was wondering lyrics? what is a juggalo. <laughs> yeah, and then the song answers over and over. Well, what is a juggalo? Let me think for a second. Oh, he gets butt naked and then walks through the streets, winking at the freaks with a two-liter stuck in his butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What else? You, I got, there were some other gems from that. Sure. Um, There's a, what is a juggalo? He just don't care. He might try to put a weave in his nut hair. Yeah. Because he could give a fuck less what a bitch thinks. he tell her her butt stinks and all that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I hate this. what you just did. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bunch of it. I... Like I didn't even pick those two as mm-hmm. like the prime examples. Yeah, those are those the are first just two. the first two. Yeah. lines of the of the song. Yeah, and 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 a lot a lot of these things that they say are juggalos conflict. <laughs> Very conflicting uh, yeah. message here on what a juggalo actually is. Um, uh, what well, else? How about this one. What is a juggalo? He's a graduate. He graduated from well, at least he got a job. He's not a he's not a dump he's not a dump puts uh, he's not a dump puts it says here I don't know what that means what? he works for himself scratching his nuts yeah <laughs> wait you get paid for that <laughs> I don't know there was elements of that kind of just like what the fuck is this that I found yeah. like borderline entertaining but it is very all over the place scattershot I don't know what was what. Uh, like what was up and what was down while I was listening to this album I was just like where am I but I guess I don't know there, there's gotta be something to it I mean they have a fucking crazy crazy fan base. following that I just don't I can't yeah more power to them I guess like I mean they're doing what they want but I did not like this album no Oh, yeah. He's lyric. I, I implore anyone. Hey, whoever is listening to this good. at work and just like has nothing better to do yeah just bring up the lyrics for uh 
for what is a juggalo. Yeah. And uh, you, it's pretty. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Some weird tracks. Boogie Woogie Woo. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. House of Horrors was interesting. Uh, it's the worst. Yeah. It's just the worst. I, there was nothing on this that I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. there's lots of things I don't get, but or I don't like, but I get why people are into it. You know, like, I, at least there's a hook here or something, mm-hmm. or I, I, don't, I don't remember any hooks, except for maybe the first proper track is just, the chorus is kind of stealing the lick from... Fantastic Voyage by yeah. Julio. <laughs> yeah, anything with like Weird. a guitar on this album is <laughs> any any time there was like a rappy rock kind of sound, yeah. I was like, oh god, no. Oh man. Um, so just horrible. Now again, Casey gets to give us another album, another punishment album because yeah. I had to go see R.I.P.D., which was the worst movie I saw this year. Hey, well, you guys were listening to that great Malenko album. Were either of you wondering, I wonder what they're up to now? <laughs> Did either of you have that thought? No. No. Um, well, you're going to find out. Because 2012, <laughs> there was an Insane Clown Posse album called The Mighty Death Pop. Oh. That's their newest album. Interesting. And that's what you guys are going to be spending the week oh, with. You're a you God. fuckers. You're a dick. <laughs> Suck my balls. I had a terrible week. <laughs> I got I to gotta look this up. The uh, Mighty. What? More? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? You they guys were listening to. They had four albums in 2012 from the looks of it. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I'll let you I'm choose only gonna one listen. One. I'm only going to listen to the Mighty Death Pop. Uh, Sorry. Uh, wow. Now, the, from the, what I can understand, there's like a 18 tracks. Spin gave it 7 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, Spin doesn't spin exist spin anymore. Is there a magazine still? The, da- the Daily Blam gave it 5 out of 5. Hmm. Um, all right. Well, we will let you know what uh, what this album's like. You asshole. You are a fucking bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't you guys go and see R.I.P.D. and tell me I'm a bastard? Oh my god, <laughs> that thing was the fucking worst. I saw. Uh, this at least you. has a I've song. I've seen so many shitty movies. The Big Wedding mm, made me true. mad about humanity. So. Yeah. Um, um, this this album Casey's has never a... really been on a losing streak before. It's He's true. Just this out. is his first try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I'm having I'm, This is my terrible twos Yeah <laughs> I'm he's, starting to act out And see how much I can get away yeah. with Before uh, He's teething I am I'm cranky as fuck You guys Yeah Alright so We gotta roll So this week What are we rolling for uh, Let me see here The Wolverine's coming out It is the big uh, Yeah Shebang This is the big one James Mangold directs um, what do we have for bad this week? I'm not. I don't know. I feel like there wasn't a really a, a definitive piece of shit out there. Uh, Turbo's looking pretty shitty. Oh yeah, that's out there. Um, Actually, for a kids that. movie, it's it's. I think it's getting pretty good reviews. It's yeah, very good reviews. That's um, weird. I do not want to see that. Is there anything coming? To do list is coming out, but yeah, that Aubrey okay. Plaza. Yeah, but that's Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't see anything else this week other than that. Are it's limited Netflixing? release. Yeah, we can do a or, Netflix. Uh, yeah, what's can we think of anything off the top of our heads for Netflix? Uh, there, you had an idea, didn't you? Uh, yeah, you had one in your back uh, pocket. Uh, uh, that cross-eyed werewolf has that movie Abduction on there. Ooh. Yeah, that looks pretty T- Taylor Lautner, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah that looks pretty terrible. Well, you want to do that? <clears throat> I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. <clears throat> we could do that. Yeah. I'm up for that. That looks pretty insanely could bad. Be, could be an interesting watch. Mm-hmm. All right, um, we'll go that way then. All right. 
Cool, cool. Um, so uh, Casey's going to roll first. This is for the Wolverine versus Abduction. Casey rolled oh, one. Shit. Jesus. Oh, what? The streak is on. I know. It is on fully. All right. I'm rolling for Wolverine versus Crossbow. I got to go Bouncy Castle over there. That seems to be working for you. you. I roll a five. Yeah. I'll get it. All right. Get it. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Five. five. Five, too. Well, yeah. Enjoy Taylor yeah. <laughs> abduction. All right. Well, next week, why don't you guys enjoy another insane clown boss? <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna roll on through, eh? They got a lot of albums, you guys. Yeah. I just don't know about this Wolverine movie, too. Like, mm-hmm. I really want it to be good. The source material they're borrowing mildly from is one of the better things I've read in the yeah comic realm of Frank Miller, Chris Claremont classic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I th- I feel like. They just, they're, I don't know, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine in the new X-Men Days of Future Past coming up. So, I mean, this is our Wolverine for quite a while now. Mm -hmm. Wolverine's my favorite comic book character. I've been an X-Men freak since I was like, uh, I don't know, 11 years old or something like that. I just feel like they're just, they're digging the wrong, like, digging a hole and it's the wrong one. They're in the wrong place. Yeah, you sure didn't like that X-Men Origins I really hated that. I I don't think anybody liked it. Yeah, it was pretty uh, I didn't like X-Men 3, obviously. It was a pile of shit. And, uh, you know, I've gone back and watched the X-Men movies. Next two is... It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But I have a lot of problems with it, too. And the first one is really, really hard to go back and watch. Is it really? Yeah. Because I liked the first two, I think. I liked, well, I liked them no, in the theater. I haven't seen them since. There was nothing to compare X-Men to when it came out. Yeah, right. yeah. It was the first thing that really kind of helped greenlight all of this, what we've had for a decade. Yeah, now. it was like Superman, uh, sorry, Spider-Man 1 and X-Men, X-Men 1. It's yeah. kind of... At the time, it was like, oh, they're they're starting to get superhero movies right. And then yeah. the second one came out of each series, and you're like, this is right. And now you go back to the first one, and you're like, oh, yeah. yeah the know. first one, and there's, there, don't get me wrong, there are good moments oh, yeah. in it, but there's a lot of really just boring and like, ugh. As you're watching it, you start to remember, like, oh, they've got to do this. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and there's some just stupid shit in it. And they just, I don't know. There's a lot of broad strokes with some things that mm. shouldn't have broad strokes. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so I guess we will exit film roulette and enter the hero swap yes. cage match. Match. Match in a cage. Yep. Hero Swap Cage Match is our weekly segment where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64. We will end with one. We are nearly we there. Are- Almost there. It's crazy how goddamn close we are. We're eventually going to be able to say this action hero mm-hmm. is number one yeah. in, in our the books, world. Yes, in the world because we've world. pitted them all Dang. against each other. Yeah, the world. This is final match of round four. Yeah, round of five. After this, there will be only four left after today. Yeah. Today we are looking at uh, Conan the Barbarian, as played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, going up against Sarah Connor, as portrayed by Linda Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, oh, let's, boy. Let's see where they are. Oh, boy. Yeah. Greg's going to roll and find out where they are fighting. Do it over here so I don't have to. Six. Six. So that's, uh, that's Thunderdome. Fighting in Thunderdome. Okay. All right. So let's see. Conan's weapon will be. Let's see, so nothing, a whistle, and that's the bat with spikes. Conan, bat 
with spikes. I feel like that'll serve him. Sure. And then uh, Sarah Connor gets uh, the uh, spear with a knife on the end of it. So Sarah Connor, spear with a knife yeah, on the end of it. that's good. That gives Usually, her a better you know, reach. Finally, uh, I find whenever we do Thunderdome, somebody's got one of the weapons and someone has nothing or a yeah. whistle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is a treat. So, yeah, two <laughs> good. real good weapons on, mm-hmm. on these on these fighters in close quarters of Thunderdome. Yeah. They're, they're dropped in. They're attached to some bouncy cables. Mm-hmm. And fucking yep. tops closed. Let's do it. Yep. Two and men enter. One man leave. Or lady. Yeah. Or lady. Or lady. Um, now, when uh, when you announce these names of these two going to be fighting each other, yeah. it, it seems a little overwhelming in favor of Conan. Sure. For obvious reasons. But I was like, well, I, you know, Sarah Connor has gone yeah. up against Schwarzenegger, you know, as a, you know, unstoppable cyborg mm-hmm. before and been victorious more than once. That's true. But we have stressed more than once that we're talking about the character uh, and not the not the actor's breadth of uh, of course of their career. Well, yeah. so. I'm just saying she's, you know, I I, uh, I think you, she's gone. She's gone up against a man of Conan's size. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and also, again. She's got a weapon with a better yeah. reach on and it. And the argument True. could be made that uh, Schwarzenegger as an unstoppable killing robot could arguably be compared to or or be seen as harder to co- be victorious against than right. Conan, yeah. who is crazy, but he's not a machine that is un- I wouldn't un- say he's crazy. Yeah. He's He's like, crazy. Like he's, like crazy. He's wacky, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like he is a very powerful character. Oh, yeah. Right. And I, as well. now this being in Thunderdome, I have to draw back to the uh, beginning of Conan the Barbarian, uh, where uh, after Conan is a slave forever, uh, he is then dropped into horrifying pit fighting. Yeah. yeah. This is where he cuts his teeth in, mm-hmm. in uh, enclosed circular. Yeah. Fighting rings exactly like this mm-hmm. with bladed. And everyone has different weird weapons, and he dominates that. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great sequence in the movie. It's super intense. Uh, watching him grow from uh, where he then starts to uh, get off on the crowd mm-hmm. uh, bloodlust. You know? Yeah. Now, Sa- Sarah, <laughs> though, has that kind of intensity, but also is really, I don't know what the word I'm searching for. She's very spry mm-hmm. and yeah. very she's intense. super agile. Yeah. Um, she's very intense. And I feel like... Oh, we're ta- we're, now, we're talking about Sarah Connor at the height of her craziness, yes. right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the crazier she is, the yeah. more powerful this, no, she is. No, this is T2. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So has Conan ever had to deal with something like that? Like, I've, in my mind, and I'm not as familiar with the pictures, and that's probably why I'm thinking this, He's been up against a lot of other hulking bros like Conan. Uh, well, or uh, he <laughs> fights actually he, fight... he fights Grace Jones. Yeah, okay. In the second one, yes. Uh, and she has sort of a long spear bladed okay. thing. Uh, Does she reach the intensity of uh, Sarah? She, no, she's Grace okay. Jones. <laughs> she's totally weird. Yeah, because I'm because I'm trying to weigh it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I I think both of these are are fighters that could 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 well, make it. Yeah, let's uh, let's. Fucking throw them in there and see what happens. Okay. Uh, so for okay, so they're attached to the bouncy uh, the, mm-hmm. the the bouncy cables. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they're doing a little <laughs> bouncing around. Who's going to strike first? Um, Do you think Conan, Conan goes for it? this fight? He's going. Yeah. Okay. He's dropped it. He's been in this situation before. Knows how to 
you know, get get into these things. When you yeah. watch the, the that sequence mm-hmm. of the film too, he's just right into it. Yeah. It's like there's no there's no time to wait around. You just get a hold of your opponent and see what they can do in mm-hmm. your grasp, kind of thing. Right. So he so charges you think he's going to try and get close her. to her. Oh yeah, he's charging at he her. He just with jumps that, at her. What does she do? Spikes. Jump over him? Well, she's got the she's got the spear. Yeah, oh, I think she's. she's I think she's going to spend the first little bit here eluding. Yeah, yeah. all right. You know, because she's got using the. I think she's going to be using the agility. elastics and the the yeah. ability to jump high and bounce around in this. So she I does like a front like, flip over him or yeah. something. I feel like there's going to be a point sooner than later though where she goes berserk that a man is trying to kill. Not a man specifically that somebody's yeah. trying to kill her. Yeah. Um, and I think that's going to set her off at some point, but maybe her, not right away. I picture her getting real stabby. Yeah, like I picture, yeah, I picture yeah, her like there's going to be a point thing. where she just kind of goes berserk. I feel like she breaks the thing so it's like a knife, not a spear. I think he breaks it and gives – she's got a bat and a, yeah. a blade. All right. I, I, yeah, in my mind, I can't – Okay, so let's have her do this then. She He charges. She jumps over. And maybe she strikes at him when she while she jumps over, but all it does is break the spear. She strikes over at him while she's or something. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Now she's got now she's got like the handle and, and, and the, knife, the actual basically. knife part. Yeah. Okay. So he's ready to go charge at her again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happens? Um. Well, he can't. If he gets a hold of her, it's over for her. Yeah. Um, but she, yeah, I guess. But I could, I could picture her wriggling out of, uh, out of his grip somehow. But I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean, she is pretty agile. I just feel like if she's, if he's got her, if he's got a hold of her, he's gonna be squeezing the shit out of her. Yeah, and he's strong as fuck, and she's still not as physically built as he is. Mm-hmm. Um, now she's probably gonna be striking at him with both the handle and the knife mm-hmm. that she's got. Yeah, I think she's but, gonna use that blunt. Uh... And you know, just to just to beat you know, at him to go back to T two, yeah. and she clobbers that uh, right. disgusting orderly who licks her face yeah. right. with the broom handle. You know, this sort of aggressiveness. Um, technically, it is her doctor who licks her face, Earl <laughs> he, Bowen. He's not a doctor, isn't he? No. Yeah, Earl no. Bowen. Let's get no, into no, this no. argument. He doesn't lick her face. <laughs> really? Yeah. Smackdown. Casey's yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. No, it's um, that, that creepy fella in the all whites. The uh, he's like an orderly or whatever. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Casey's I gotta watch that movie again. Yes, um, um, so he's charging at her. She's jumped over, broken the thing. Right. She's landed. He's had time to turn around. So he's just going to run at her again? Mm. Yeah, I think he's just going to keep, you know, he's sort of an unstoppable force. Now, he's not a mindless yeah. idiot. So he he's, does he's, have a weapon, he's, too. Yeah, he's got a weapon. Is he going to come swinging? He's highly trained, lots oh, of experience. Yeah, he's, the- he's an excellent uh, military-style yeah. tactician as well. Um, again, he's probably better, more suited to this sort of like building up a, a defense or something against a large group of people. Mm-hmm. Right. This kind of thing, though, he's just going to go rely on his sword and combat training, yeah. which is mm-hmm. which is uh, deft. So does she does she lunge at him again, or like I think she's, she's jumped out, out of the way? There's no, just jumping out of the way. He's not going to get tired. He's not right. going to stop. She's going to have to eventually. Take the fight to yeah, him. I figure out. A yeah. way to, to do you him. see her? Do you see her um, sort of going for the throat, like going for a really weak spot? Um, I see. see I see her stabbing knife? it. Like I just can't stop picturing her in in crazy mode. Yeah. Just stab, 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 like right. over and over and over again. But I feel like he can sort of withstand a lot of that. Probably. Yeah, that's the thing. Is Conan's 
Like almost. he does get fucked up, but well, he yeah. just keeps going. He just yeah, it's, it, there's no real stomping. I don't. It does not look good for Sarah Connor. I don't think it's hard to. I feel like she's gonna get. I feel like she's gonna attack. Like I feel like after she jumps over him, I feel like she's gonna want to go on the attack, and I feel like that's gonna be her downfall because I feel like she's gonna see red and just go nuts on him, and he's just gonna grab her, and once he has her, has her and pulls her close, he's just gonna snap her. Yeah, I mean you're probably right. That's what I see. I'm having a hard time. I'm, I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to visualize some way where she's gonna be able to subdue him. I don't know. In, I feel like if, scenario, if, if, if she did go, if she did go for a particularly var- vulnerable spot for a stab uh, session, I don't know. Like if <laughs> she could session? get like his neck or his face or something. Yeah. Like I don't see him withstanding a lot of stabs well, that, into that's his the brain. Thing. Like, like yeah. I've, no, no, and, and that's the thing. Like I feel like she's gonna go gonna for a vulnerable spot. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, this is the thing. Yeah. I feel like I don't. I mean, her best. Uh, I think her best option would be to, she has the blades. Is maybe cut him down from his elastic. So she's the only one who has oh. that kind of uh, ability. Maybe that's then, interesting. So maybe the first jump over she cuts one. Second yeah. jump over she cuts <laughs> the second one. And maybe she is able one. to like then the hanging elastics that are left from his. If she could, you know, using hers and, and the agility and bouncing around, maybe yeah. wrap one of them around his neck okay. yeah. and get him pulled up then. I could see that. So he's, you know, can't breathe, stuff like that. And then maybe if she can get on his back while they're both in the air kind of thing, he has nothing to grab onto. Right. And her essentially around the neck and around the back coming around in a stabbing motion to the chest yeah. <laughs> uh, from behind. Like this kind. I think that's the only thing I could I see. I feel like I, yeah. Working for her. I could see that. I I still see her doing that, but I still see him prevailing. All right. My vote is that that happens because I, I, I see her going. Through. Yeah, you think? I do, but I'm going to leave it up to you guys. I see him It's clear that I have I see, a bias and I that I want that to happen. her getting on his back. Maybe she's got him hung up by the thing and he's stabbing, but he's still got that. Like, he's still got his club, right? Yeah, he does. So, yeah. I mean, you know, like I see him just kind of reaching back and clubbing her in the face. It's got spikes on it and shit. She's going to be, at, like, I see him getting, Greg, what do you think? So you, you're going Conan. I feel and like I'm it's going, Conan. all right, up to Greg, I guess. Greg's got to oh, work this over. Yeah, but I really got to think. This is that. I, I have an emotional attachment to both of these characters. Absolutely. But the thing is, like, the only reason I say this is because Conan is, like, he's super powerful. He's like, he will fuck you up. But he's also very measured. Mm-hmm. Like, he's also very responsible in the way that he fights, if that makes any sense. Yep. I feel like he's just going to find the upper hand. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's up to you, Greg. Kill one of your heroes. I know. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, okay. I'm going to I'm going to roll with Conan on this. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that means <laughs> because what I'm going to go with is the experience in this exact kind of yeah. fighting arena. Right. And also... Sarah survives the first Terminator because of help from Kyle. Right. She survives the second one because of help from a Terminator and her son. Right. She doesn't defeat the one just solely on her own. She kind of does it. Well, she, anyway. (laughs) And her twin sister. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to have to, yeah. Based on the the arena fighting from Conan the Barbarian, I'm going to have to go with Conan. Fair enough. I don't feel great about it. No. I'll tell you that. No, no. It was a hard fight. That's a fucked up thing. All right, so we got four left. Yeah, right. Four round fighters. Does that mean that that means we're going to be two rounds or three rounds? Uh, Round five is two rounds, and then we have a championship. Yeah. 
Ooh. So this, this is the, the conference finals. Yeah. Is what we have right now. So from the Globus uh, bracket, bracket, which is what we're going to go. Because if you next. remember, listeners, we our brackets were Golan and Globus. Yes. Um, and we're going to go with Globus instead of Golan first because we just had. Yeah. The, that was the Golan match we just had there. So Globus is a hell of a fight, kids. <laughs> hell of a fight. Action Jackson. Oh, yeah. Jericho Jackson. Oh, yeah. How do you like your ribs? Oh, <laughs> uh, he's going up against the bride. Oh, shit. That is a fight and a half right That there. is a crazy that fight. for the Globus crown. You're going to want to. Action Jackson yeah. and the bride. You're going to want to get your popcorn for that. I'm worried about this movies. one. That's a, I don't want Action Jackson going up against a bride because, like, I want Action Jackson <laughs> to win, but I, I see the bride going the whole oh, way. Yeah. But, um,. Yeah, I. You know what? I would be fine. I'd be fine with either of those fighters winning. If Bride won overall, I'd be really happy. And if uh, you yeah, won overall, exactly. I'd be great. I'd be underdog. Uh, of, of I just don't want to kill Action Jackson. I feel like that's what we're gonna do. But we'll <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. So that's yeah. a fun double feature. Watch those that's, two movies. Yeah, that's a that's it's a an fun interesting night of, uh, movie watch. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Sweet. So look forward to that next week. Uh, all right, that's the episode. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash synwpc, or you can find us on Twitter at the same name, twitter.com slash synwpc. And please go to modernsuperior.com. That's modern superior. I realized I uh, kind of pronounced that weird on our station ID for six foot plus. I was like, I hope people know what I modern, said. Modern, modern super. Modern super. <laughs> but go to modernsuperior.com and read all of our posts. We got lots of stuff up there. Casey put up a post recently about The Last Supper, a really good movie from 95. Which, uh, which um, Stacy Title, uh, the director of it, right. yeah. uh, indirectly got uh, got in touch with us for uh, because our good friend yes. uh, Jeff Geedy got yep. in touch with her, so she telling answered? her about it. Uh, yeah, she sent him a. Well, he sent her a tweet saying, "Hey, you should check this out." Yeah, and he and she sent him back saying, "Hey, thanks for yeah, the." She retweeted the it and then tweeted nice. at Jeff. Yeah, so that's awesome. Good job, Giddy. Yeah, absolutely. Thank yeah. you very much for yeah. that, sir. He is actually outright uh, tonight seeing only God forgives. Yeah, oh, so lots to see that. what he thinks. Um, yeah, and I got a post up there about the 2009 readaptation of Stephen King's Children of the Corn, which that's is right. a real piece of shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of activity on Reddit from that post. <laughs> yes, yeah, piece of shit movie. Uh, Hilarious, uh, hilarious oh, article. You. you should definitely thank check you. that out. And we'll tons of more stuff coming up. Greg's got some stuff coming up. Yep, I got a couple things, and uh, it's gonna be good. Depending on my emotions on the Wolverine, yeah, writing the thing on that. That's a good idea. I've just been if you're very if, conflicted for <laughs> almost a decade now on about how my favorite character has been portrayed yeah. in cinema um, by huge Ackman. It's not yeah. his fault. It's the writing. Um, yeah, and Fear so. Enough. <laughs> also on also on modernsuperior.com. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Bona. <laughs> uh yeah, and also go to modernsuperior.com and check out our other shows. Time Bandit's gonna have an announcement episode this Friday and uh-huh. and uh, Faculty of Horror just put up their new episode about Silence of the Lambs. Oh shit. I was just I listening to it, yet. it was good. It's got a really good pun title from Alex called uh Kianti, you hear the lambs. No, I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh good. every Fucking time I see that gold. on the Facebook. High five, Alex. Uh, um, if you haven't heard it yet, check out uh, this week's uh, yes. or this current episode of Time Bandits with it's, Graham Lang. It's so, pretty hilarious. Yep, that guy our, is very funny. Our guest Graham mm-hmm. Lang is super funny. Yeah, yep. Ghoulies too. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so hit us up, and we will see you later. Get the fuck out of my face. Oh, yeah. suck it, internet. <laughs> see you next Wednesday. Bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.